Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Nursing Strategies for Success podcast with this week's guest, Athel Hahn. Athel is a nurse educator, critical care nurse, and emergency nurse with over 10 years experience in the acute healthcare system. He's also the founder of the F-Wards app and creator of the digital course, Burnout No More, with a passion for workplace well-being, high-performance healthcare, and improved team cohesion. So let's welcome Athel to the show. Welcome to the Nursing Strategies for Success podcast brought to you by The Nurse Speak, a show where we rally some of our nation's greatest nurse leaders, educators, experts, and advocates to tackle some of our greatest challenges that the nursing profession faces. My name is Damian Jenkins, and I'm your host for this show. So sit back, relax, and get ready to learn that nurses can do anything. Okay, thank you, Athel, for being on the Nursing Strategies for Success podcast. Why don't you just take a moment and introduce yourself to the listeners, let them know a little bit about where you started in your nursing career and where you are today. Thanks for having me on, Damien. Um, yeah, my name's Athel. Uh, I'm a registered nurse for over the uh, 12, last, last 12 years. Um, it started off um, doing a mixture of nursing and general medical, aged care, neurosurgical, orthopedics, and oncology. Uh, I then transitioned into intensive care and then um, really enjoyed that. Also found some challenges in that space um, and have stayed in and out of um, emergency and intensive care for the last um, seven, eight years. Uh, And then nursing's um, taken me right around the country of Australia, um, doing travel nursing, agency nursing, and then um, and now I've been work. Now I'm working as an educator on a medical ward, um, and working in patient safety, and also working in the emergency department. So feeling like filling a lot of buckets. Um, uh, yeah, and so that's 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 where I'm sitting in the nursing world at the moment. Uh, awesome. So it sounds like you're just like the rest of us out there who have had about 10 or so years of experience. Um, we do get around because there's a lot of different buckets to fill in nursing, as you have seen in your own career. And so it sounds like you stayed pretty much in the critical care kind of emergency medicine for the for the most part. And now you're serving as an educator in medical surgical ward. Is that correct? Yeah, it's a it's a general medical ward. And um uh, funny story how I got in there. I I have a mate, the, my, one of my good mates. He's the nurse unit manager, and um, I've, I've been in a bit of a transition period with something, you know, with my business outside of nursing. And he was twisting my arm regularly, and he was pushing me, pushing me to apply for the for this temporary position. And yeah, so that's how I ended up there. I never I never seen myself as an educator on on the general medical ward, but you know, my my past experience on a medical ward and my aged care experience and all these experiences in the past have um have really helped um and supported me to to make this transition. 
Awesome. And I'm sure your experience and your insights from the different specialties in, in nursing also translate into the general medicine ward. I'm sure the nurses that you're impacting on a daily basis is definitely appreciating you being there and providing that support because uh, we all know we need the additional support. Now, you mentioned just briefly your business outside of nursing. Um, I'm sure listeners are wondering what you mean by that as well. So if just briefly, what do you mean by your business outside of nursing? Yeah, fantastic. Um, and, and thanks thanks for the question. Uh, so, yeah, last year, I well, over the last two or three years, I've been on this search of, um, you know, how can we do better in healthcare? And um, I guess I've just been asking that question regularly throughout my career. You know, I've been asking that why. I, I've always asked why. Um to the detriment of um, some, you know, not everyone enjoys that question, but I always like asking that question. <laughs> you know, um, I like asking that. Not, not everyone loves hearing it, but um, yeah, so not everyone. Question for- yeah, not everyone is prepared to answer that question. I think I think where that that's where a lot of the discourse comes from is they're not ready to answer that question, nor do they want to go down that road because it's something that they are either ignoring. Or they just simply don't know because it's too complex of a question, right? So, all right. So, continue. Yes, yes, absolutely. We're on the same wave part, the wavelength there. Um, so, yeah. So, I've been asked that question, and then um, about four years ago, I went to a volunteering event, um, and I just went along because I was interested. And then I, I ended up meeting a developer um, based based out of Sydney here in Australia, and we started talking about ideas and concepts and you know, some things that are improvements. And he said, oh, I reckon you've got something there. Um, and so I started to work with him on a prototype. Um, that led into another prototype. And then um, and then finally after it, an accelerator program um, and a bit more investigation, I have um, ended up releasing an application to nurses here in Australia. Um, and it's really focused around how can we improve our, our lives as shift workers? You know, how can we mm-hmm. reduce some of that stress? that we inherently um, have every day. And on the back end of that, of asking nurses, you know, what else is there? What else, you know, can we do to start to, you know, help us to perform better and, and live better lives? Um, I've then developed a course around burnout and, and how we can, um, you know, use education and use online learning just, you know, like we do with many other things to, to level it up and start to understand, you know, what's important to us. Um, what really drives us as people so we can um, then then keep coming back to work and, and not go through those perils of burnout. Um, and so, yeah, that, though, those are my two active um, pursuits at the moment. And, you know, I, I love it every minute. Well, I just want to clarify for not only the listeners, but also for yourself. You mentioned this is your business outside of nursing, but um, I just want to let you know that it's still nursing, even though you're seeking an entrepreneurial route, you know, not your traditional bedside or healthcare organization type role, you're still using your nursing license, your nursing knowledge, your nursing skill to apply to the products and services that you're providing through your application and your online course. And so, you know, really another kind of milestone of this nursing podcast is that nurses can do anything, 
right? So I really want to make sure that you understand that right here, right now, and that everyone else listening also understands that, that you wouldn't have been able to design what you've designed or created what you've created without your nursing knowledge or expertise. So you're very much still in the nursing profession when you're doing things that fall outside of your traditional hospital or institutional role. Okay, so keep up that. So that's really awesome. So, okay, so you you talked about burnout a little bit. You talked about the stresses of being shift workers. You talked about, you know, streamlining these processes so that we can better manage um, this stress that we have as being, you know, these providers, these people who are always on the go because we're constantly seeking out to meet the needs of other individuals. So what was it that you saw in your own experience that led you to pursue these types of solutions? I think, you know, it's not one one um, uh, problem or it's not one thing that really led me to go, oh, I need to develop an app or I need to develop a course. I think it's more around um, I'm, I'm driven for impact. I, I really, you know, want to impact other people's lives and I want to help other people and I contribute. Um, it's, it's a lot of what drives me as, an, as a clinical nurse as well. And I've just applied that to, to the outside this, this um, search for this why question on how we can do better and how can we, um, you know, perform better as nurses and look after each other better. So um, there, there's a myriad of problems. And as you would know, Dame, there's, there's, there's a massive amount of, individual problems, little problems, big problems. Um, and so, you know, they, I guess each of these solutions is sort of touching on many of the problems that we face as shift workers, you know, the changing times. You know, shift work is really difficult. And um, I'm reading a book at the moment called um, uh, While We Sleep by Matthew Walker. Um, and it's it's really, it's you know, it's, it's an interesting book on sleep. You know, it's not a, it's not a pillar we obviously can maintain um, as shift workers, so there's a lot of other there's a lot of problems around that, and then you know the team environment, there's the environmental aspects, um, then there's the individual aspects. So there's lots of aspects around this, and you know the technology is one bridging gap where we can start to mould solutions that can um, fit into a lot of these um, problems. And so the app really has been born off how can we support the individual to not only um, look after themselves around shift work, but how can we bring the team together, and how can we um, you know communicate well? How can we have a a common voice um, with with a lot of the challenges that we we face. So when we can start to you know build this swell of you know um, conversation and um, voice that's um, on the shift every day, um, talking about the problems, but talking about solutions as well. So um, that's where the apps come from, and the, and the course is really is is near and dear to my heart because I I went through burnout. Um, pretty severely back in 2014 I only come out of it at probably you know 2017 you know it lasted a long time um and so the course is really built off these um the, the strategies and what I did to get through it um and you know some work around behavior design and behavior change as well so um I think it's the really where these solutions have come from is a real fire in the belly to, to create change Right. So, yeah. So, I mean, you just said that you didn't see one particular thing that led to you, but it sounds like you did. You went through burnout yourself. You you personally suffered with burnout. And you just told me from 2014 to 2017, right? So that's three years that it took you to kind of get through that, to to go through the different 
motions and deal with the, the PTSD of the burnout, all of the traumas that you've accumulated along the way. Because that's something that people who are not nurses don't understand, that nurses pick up a lot of traumas when we're caring for individuals, whether it's we're witnessing the death of a, a individual, whether it's we're being assaulted by individuals, whether we're being assaulted by people who aren't even our family, not even our patients. It could be family members or even coworkers sometimes. Um, so there's a lot of traumas that we pick up along the way. And if we don't have the opportunity to process it and cope appropriately, if we're not given the resources to have time to manage that, um, if we're not giving adequate paid time off, if we're not pro- being provided with adequate uh, mental support, um, this could be, you know, it could build up on a person really quickly and shut them down and make us even question, is it even worth it? Is it even worth putting ourselves on the line to help others when it's constantly just fight or flight? It's always fight or flight. It's never a day where I get to come in and, you know, have a bunch of patients that I educate and they get better and they leave. And then I have a few minutes to say, wow, I'm so happy that I was able to use my skill set to help these individuals. It doesn't feel like that for most of us out there. Um, so, yeah, so that's the catalyst. I can see right there that that's the catalyst. It's similar for me, why I got into nursing education. Um, you know, same mm. thing. I want to make an impact. I want to make a change. But for me, it was I suffered. I was the one at the end of the suffering. And then I, you know, took note of everyone else also suffering right along with me. And so I thought to myself, well, how can the process be improved? How can we educate better? How can we empower our nurses to be more equipped to handle these situations through the power of knowledge, through the power of education and training? And so that's why I went in to become a nurse educator. And same thing with you. You're an educator now because you can see that you can make far greater impact when you're training other nurses to act the way that you know works best, you know, by you went through all the trials and tribulations, and now you can take your experience and empower others with the same experience and knowledge so that they don't necessarily have to go through the pain and suffering, and they can just go in and do what they need to do, recuperate, and come back and keep fighting the good fight. So this is amazing. So it sounds like you're doing some really awesome work. So let's talk a little bit about the app, because you said it's really about kind of giving you an opportunity to communicate, debrief. Um, there's a lot of different things. Uh, really, it sounds like an opportunity for teams to streamline the process that goes beyond just your typical healthcare documentation, your typical shift report type situation. So let's talk a little bit about this app that you've created. Yeah, so the application is really around, so it's really around the fundamentals of teamwork, you know, leadership, hair, you know, breaks, um, looking after our buddies, you know, sharing bits of information that can support others day, you know, connecting connecting the people on the floor with the management and then also the people above management and executive roles. Um, and so it's really around this nice, you know, how can we communicate and bring values aligned? Um, and so that's part of the communication aspect of the application. Um, and, and there's also an ability to debrief and to operate um, mini debriefs within within your team so if you've got an incident there's say there's five people that's been involved you can put people into a 
uh, an online environment that's controlled and monitored by a leadership or someone who's, um, you know, a psychologist, someone who's trained in, in operating around that and providing an alternative means to discussing um, the clinical incident. That, that, in, that communication can then be removed if need be um, or, or saved. Um, so that, you know, it's, it's providing another solution to standing around in a circle and talking about a, a traumatic event. Um, and what you know, it's really touching or touching on how can we bring the team together. Um, you know, we're it's, it's really stressful working on the floor, and you know, it's these micro stresses. And this is what I see for burnout, Damien. Is it's it's not one big event a lot of time. One big event may break the camel. You know, it's one big event might you know put you into you know a few weeks off or a month off or help, you know you want to leave but it's all these micro stresses that add up daily or over a, over a year that that just then we try to what it really is trying to is trying to reduce some of those micro stresses that we experience every day right awesome so this sounds like this app can be utilized by entire healthcare systems or entire interdisciplinary teams correct is that how you imagine this app be utilized Yes, yes, you are you are correct, and that's that's the angle and that's the vision for the application is that um, whole teams can use it, um, and you know we we are starting with the, the nursing world, but really I, I'd like to um, incorporate everyone in the team. That's the administration staff, the, the medical doctors, that's the physiotherapists, everyone who's got a key part in the, in the team. Um, because if we want good outcomes, if we want to change that environment, we want to change cultures. Everyone's got to be involved, and you know the the cleaner. Yeah, you know, I love cleaners. You know, I love people. You know, I love talking to them because they've got such wisdom and they've got such insights around you. They see things that you don't see. Your head's very full. So I love talking to them, and they they give you all sorts of insights and information, especially if you're trying to manage multiple patients on a ward or, or what you're trying to do. So yeah, the idea is for a whole a whole team and an organisation, then a whole organisation to utilise yeah the application. Awesome. So let me ask you, is there any talk or any examples of how the patient or the family of the patient also have access to this same application? Or is it designed specifically for the healthcare providers alone? Uh, I love that uh, question, Damien, because um, y- yes, yes, there is an element um, where we want to include the patient and the patient family, um, and, and that is through um, how do we measure performance? You know, how do we measure that we're doing really well every day? Um, you know, and, you know, a lot of the time is patient feedback. You know, are, are they enjoying the experience that they're having? You know, even if it's busy, even if they've been waiting five hours for an x-ray, like even if it's really busy, but if they, if you've communicated well to them, if you've explained to them, you know, if you've alleviated their pain, their anxieties, their concerns, then a lot of the time they, they'll be okay with that. It's not the best, but, you know, they'll be okay with that. So it's part of the part of this rounding is that we'll start to ask patients um, feedback that will then come into the application to be delivered to every, all the staff. And that's anonymous and it's not an individual patient, but it'll be more of a general, you know, this is what's happening um, within our department, within the shift. You know, this, this is, you know, we've got 90% of our patients that have, uh, are happy with our service or, you know, uh, appreciative of the communication um, that's that's being involved. And, you know, it's it's nice, you know, you can see that direct response with that care that you're providing or that, that communication that you're delivering to the patient. So yeah, that's that's where the patients can get involved, which um which should be fantastic. 
Awesome. Great. So it sounds like you're getting that, you know, again, not individualized responses where this patient can chime in on what's happening, but you can get the feedback or um, whether or not the patients who are being at the other end of this application being utilized, that they find that the enhanced communication is making their service or their care better. So that's great. Um, so I also want to ask real quick about your program that you developed for burnout specifically, right? How to uh, prevent and or navigate burnout. And so this is big. I mean, the whole world needs this right now. And I hope um, if your sales haven't taken off that they do real soon because we all need uh, this really important information. And I know there's a lot of uh, markets out there for this type of training, but it's such a high need that I'm very confident that every single nurse in the entire world can per- put out content on this and it would be widely accepted and consumed. So let's talk a little bit about your program. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's a massive it's a massive problem. It's been a problem for years as well. For a um, long time. Yeah. Oh, for a very long time. And, you know, yourself, Dave, you've been, you know, been on the floor, you've seen it, you, you know, um, it's it's 20 odd years, no, even longer. And some of the research is 20 years. Um, anyway, this, so what COVID has done is just put another another stressor on an already a stressed environment or a stressed um, um, profession, an already stressed um, group of group of individuals that are just trying to get by. Um, and so the, the course has really been developed out of a need to help and support. Um, I, I, I did the course when I was going through it. I didn't know, but I, I created it back in 2014, 15 as I started to look at some of the fundamentals and I started to ask that, that why question. I started to ask, you know, why am I doing this? What, what is driving me as a person? Um, and started to try to understand, try to unpack some of the decisions I've made in my life. Um, and then, you know, really hone down on, you know, what, what are my core drivers? And as I was saying, you know, like yourself, um, impact is really important to me. Um, but what is also really important is having certainty in my life, in certainly in my personal and professional life, you know, well, not professional so much, but more personal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, good variety to keep things spiced up and um, whatnot. So, you know, there's certain drivers that are really important to, to me to, so I can perform and be my best. Um, and so what the course does is it goes through these things and helps you identify what, what you're driven for, what's driving you. And then we wrap it up um, and, and support you with a, with a, a plan and start to understand how can we make incremental change every day. Um, I was in the US in 2019 actually and um, um, studying with BJ Fogg, who's um, he's a behavior design expert at Stanford. Mm-hmm. And um, and so the, the course has then taken this knowledge with from BJ Fogg and, you know, applied that and, and really really looking at how can we create incremental tiny habit changes every day, even, you know, that's important to us. Have you ever had someone told you to make a change or change your goal or this is good for you, but it doesn't mean anything to you? Whereas so the course we tried to get, try to align your aspirations with, with really outcomes that you can achieve every day and you can see that change over time so the, the, I'm, I'm quite I'm quite proud of the course because I, I I know it works um so uh, yeah I'm keen to keen to see it grow awesome that sounds wonderful um you know behavioral modification mind management and emotional intelligence these are all things that we can all stand 
to really improve our ability. It sounds like your course covers a lot of that to really make sure that we are taking full control over our situation because that's really what it's about. You know, we can be handed the worst situation possible, but we have decisions to make and how we respond to that and how we can move through that in a responsible, mindful, you know, emotionally intelligent way and that we don't have to succumb to the stressors. We don't have to succumb to the negative situation um, because, you know, the old adage mind over matter is so powerful and it speaks uh, to the truths of the universe, really. You believe it, it will happen. Uh, we have the ability to manifest our own circumstances uh, beyond what's going on around Absolutely. us. So I think this course would be, you know, really awesome. And I definitely want to look into it more myself. So awesome. So if individuals want to get in touch with you to ask more questions, you know, maybe pick your brain about something, collaborate, become a business partner, whatever the opportunities may be, how can they find you and get in touch with you? Yeah, awesome. I, and I, I'm very open to communication and um, to people reaching out. I, I love chatting with people, especially on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is probably the place to find me. Okay. Um, and it's Athel Han, H-A-N-N. So you can probably find me there and message me and open with chats. So um, yeah, I've had many interesting conversations with uh, my friends in the U.S., um, and so you can find out more about the, the course at um, burnoutnomore.me um, and the app is fords.com, F-W-A-R-D-S.com. Now the app is only available in Australia currently, um, but we, we, we're, looking, we're looking into expanding it um, into the US as, as soon as we can travel and, and, and make that happen. Um, but, yeah, that's probably the best spots to find out a bit more about the information and get in contact. Awesome. Very good. So I will have all of the ways that the listeners can get in touch with you in the show notes of this episode. Um, so any of you who are interested in connecting, uh, you'll be able to do that there. I want to thank you so much for coming on the Nursing Strategies for Success podcast, sharing your story with us, letting us know that there is hope <laughs> because despite burnout, you found your ability to be resilient and then give back through your learning, which is so essential and so very needed. And this is what nurses do. We learn the skills, we learn the knowledge, and then we pay it forward so that we can stay true to our mission of keeping our communities well and supporting and advocating for our profession. So thank you so much. Until next time, be well, and uh, we'll talk soon. Take care. Thanks, Amy. See ya. Good on ya. And this concludes episode 10 of the Nursing Strategies for Success podcast with this week's guest, Athol Han. We hope that all of the strategies we've shared for you in today's episode will help to inspire, motivate, and empower you to lead the charge. All of the ways to get in touch with Athol will be included in the show notes of this podcast episode. As always, if you have any questions for me, feel free to visit thenursepeak.com forward slash contact and get in touch with me. I would love to have a conversation with you. So until next episode, take care, be well, and remember that nurses can do anything.